house of a Roman shows and I'm back with all my game. I just toured the states for like 40 dates and I just touched back in Maine. I sold more records while I was gone than anybody I know. I got them having cows, I can't hold my horses and I'm feeling like the goat. I'm the goat. Welcome to episode 64 <laughs> of Goat Radio. I'm your host, Michael Sprague. That was Joseph Roy. Let's go. He is Andrew Leahy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And as you know, we're still in quarantine, but we're here to rank sports documentaries and uh, determine which one of them is the GOAT. At first, <laughs> thank you to Spose for the intro music. You can catch him on Spotify and iTunes, just like GOAT Radio. Please rate, review, and subscribe to help spread the GOAT word. You can also find us on Stitcher, Google Play, iHeartRadio, and all your other podcatchers, but Age of Radio is the place we call home. Please help support the podcast by visiting ageofradio.org slash goatradio and shopping with our affiliated partners in the bazaar. If you're interested in interacting online, voting on any of our polls, and uh, just saying hi, you can... Check us out, facebook.com slash goradiopodcast, and become a member of our fan group, facebook.com slash groups slash goatradiopodcast. And we are on Twitter and Instagram at goat underscore radio. Maybe we need to try some Snapchat out. I think that'll net us any more listens. Some Snapchat? Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. I mean, I use Snapchat, but it's more like... I have a bunch of friends who, for some reason, like they won't answer you back on a text message, but they'll snap you back, which is wild. I don't get it. Yeah, yeah, I don't get that at all. I don't get yeah. why I have friends either. I don't like snapbacks. I'm more, I'm more of a fitted hat kind of guy. Oh. Mm. Yeah, yeah. Speaking yeah. of hats, you can buy some merch. Merch teespring.com slash stores slash goat radio podcast is where you can get your goat radio gear last episode we talked about the greatest of all time board games the uh the big winner at the top of the rankings was monopoly yeah that was given do you guys have a favorite variety of monopoly I don't know why when I was a kid I feel like we had Simpsons Monopoly and it was ironic because I wasn't allowed to watch The Simpsons. So it was almost like my te- my parents like teasing me like, hey, someone gave us this Monopoly, guys, but don't watch the TV show, but play this Monopoly. Maybe that's why I'm so fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> what about you, Lady? I totally missed your question. You cut out for about 15 seconds for me, so what'd you oh. say? What is your favorite variety of Monopoly? Oh, I gotta be a Pokemon Monopoly guy. Really, any Monopoly is a good Monopoly. I can't really complain. And I'm down with just playing classic for the rest of my life. But any Monopoly is a good Monopoly for me. I know it's more of a card game, but the uh, Monopoly deal. We talked about it last week a little bit. Big fan. Big fan of that. Uh, And some of the more recent varieties where they actually change the rules a bit kind of include stuff from the uh, the intellectual property that they're borrowing from. Uh, specifically, the Mario one. Very good. Very fun. So, very good. All right. All right. So we 
are going to be getting right into it here. We got the last. Hold on, we got my out. quick question. Uh, I thought my quick question just took no, that I... place. No, you trying to squash my quick question of the week? Oh. What the hell is this garbage? Oh. All right, since we already had a quick question, I'll go quick. All right, we're in quarantine. Uh, I don't work right now because unemployment. Whoop. Uh, one of the things I like to do to fill my time is snack. What is your favorite food to snack on during this quarantine time? I've been eating it has a to lot be of, a snack-like food. I've been eating a lot of popcorn. Mm. Makes so sense for all the movies we've been watching. Yeah, been a go-to for us. Doritos. Well, I just had Doritos while I was doing my research for the podcast. I am um, still working. So, like, my life hasn't really, like, changed in quarantine. I'm st- I still, like, go to work every day. But I guess I've been eating, like, a lot of, like, Nature Valley honey oat bars. Because I've been <laughs> trying to not... I've been trying not to pound fucking Doritos and, like, <laughs> Slim Jims and pork rinds like I normally do. Oh, I've never... Geez. I've never had... I've never <laughs> pork, had pork rinds are so gross. Life, I just want to say it. Uh, I've been snacking these things called popcorners. They're like little uh, triangles of squished down popcorn. Hate popcorn. Love popcorners. Tastes a lot like smart food. But it's also like gluten-free, corn, all made naturally stuff. So all the people love it. Processed and put in a bag. Nah, dude. It's it's all uh, natural. One of the places I used to work at only had a healthy vending machine option. Nothing... Like, there was, like, no regular snack. Like, you couldn't get Pop-Tarts or Cheez-Its or anything like that. It was all Popcorners and... Sounds rough. Yeah, and, like, granola bars that were very much heavy on the granola. Not so heavy on the chocolate. But, yeah. Um, Speaking of quarantine, I'm glad you actually brought that up, Leahy. Thank you. Uh, The quarantine check-in. What is everybody doing slash watching? Is there a new a new thing? We um there have not been any like when we first got into it there was Tiger King. Tiger King's kinda cooled off a little bit. But we did start that. we did start our quest through what about I'd say about half of the Marvel movies. We, we sure did. I made a list of uh, the essentials. And I think that your list of the essentials, did you steal that list or did you make it yourself? Not made it myself. I think that it, um, I think it captures the essence of the Marvel Universe and I feel like it's almost like machete mode from Star Wars. Yes, very much like machete mode. Lay? Uh, for me... Uh, well, one one thing we've had having to deal with is all of the significant other females that we deal with in our lives are obsessed with Animal Crossing, which yeah, has been quite been quite painful. I have been watching um, a lot of that. A lot of picking up things off the ground and selling them like they're like scavengers. <laughs> uh, I don't really understand the game. It seems like a ghetto version of The Sims. But yeah, that's uh, overall, exactly why they like it? Overall, uh, we've been watching Hell's Kitchen. We've been uh, yes. watching the Marvel movies. Uh, started the Jordan documentary this morning. Of course, yeah. You know. Oh, we have been watching a scary movie like every night. Almost, or every other night. Just so you 
guys can stay up longer, keep you awake yeah, at night. Yeah, big fan of staying up till 2 a.m. and then realizing I can't sleep till 4 a.m. and then realize I'm wasting my life. <laughs> uh, but word on the street is there's a chance that we could be opening up again on May 4th. Talk to my boss today. If not, we'll be pushed back to June 4th. Ouch. All right. Well, that's, uh, at least you got something. Yeah, I got some dates, got some information. Right. Uh, Got some deets. The deets. I've been really enjoying watching the movies with you guys. I know it's not necessarily everybody's cup of tea, but uh, it's been fun. It's been kind of cool to uh, experience that with everybody. Especially the ladies who um, aren't necessarily always the most enthusiastic about those things. I'm also three for three on not falling asleep during the movies. Oh. Joe is three for three, four falling asleep. Um, please, like, if so you could consistent. list every movie I've ever watched. <laughs> Remember, my wife and Corey have um, um, a photo album in their phones of famous places Joe has fallen asleep, like Warp Tour, like <laughs> for a past game, like Fenway more than five times, six times, seven times. Uh, Joe falls asleep essentially anywhere. Oh, on a. Um, uh, Corey's favorite one is on a subway stop. We were on the train on the T in New York City, and we broke down in Harlem, like dudes playing dice on the corner Harlem. And I was just passed out of sleep, and they, they we were all like eighteen years old, nineteen years old, and they were like wicked nervous because we were in like a sketchy part of town. I'm just passed out, and I'm like, how I mean, the hell can you sleep when we're stressed out? I'm like, because I can sleep like anywhere, anytime. Sleep is very as, important. Thing. As long as you don't fall asleep while driving, this is hilarious. Uh, I have fallen asleep while driving, for sure, but not in, like, 10 years. Oh, no, I, when we were podcasting at your place, I was having a hard time staying awake for the entire trip home. Don't blame you. Yep. Yeah. Gotta put your windows down. Away. Yeah, windows down, cranking music, doing whatever Take I can. Take your pants off. Turn your Slap yourself in the face a few times. Yeah. yeah. All right, we've uh, killed enough time here. Let's get into the topic. Greatest of all time. Sports documentaries. I'll kick it off here. All right. I got a fun one at number ten. It was a. It was like a uh, a cultural phenomenon when this movie came out. Murderball. Uh, it's on my list. I love it. All right. I wasn't sure if it was gonna make a list or not. It's so good. Those guys are fucking studs. Not only is it, you know, it's not your normal sports documentary where you focus on some, you know, physical specimen. You know, we're talking about they're they're putting on a, they're they're helping to show the world that there's people with disability can still, you know, perform at elite levels and and uh, enjoy competition. I think that's kind of cool. They're playing. It's called like what quad ball or something. Yeah. It's like them playing basketball, but like it's guys that have like the heart of a champion. And like you said, it's not like some polarizing figure. It's not like we're watching Babe Ruth or watching Jordan or whatever. We're watching these guys who have disabilities. Um, they compete in the Paralympic Games in Greece. So that, that is pretty cool. We'll touch more on murder ball later, I think. All right. Lee, you're number 10. All right, so before we started uh, recording, we did talk about uh, 30 for 30s, and I have the heaviest of 30 for 30 lists. Um, so I am kicking off my start of my list with a very sad, touching 
um, one. It's without bias. Yeah, uh, it's the thirty for thirty where uh, they talk about Len Bias. He's the guy that's drafted by the Celtics, called to be the next Jordan. Really pumped about him. And uh, after he was drafted by us that night, he died of a cocaine overdose. Yeah, just barely missed my list. Um, it's a brutal one if you've never seen it before. Um, but as a Celtics fan, it's definitely something you should go and watch. Uh, and it definitely made that time in the 90s where the Celtics were very bad, very bad. They felt that Len Bias was going to be like the second calling of Larry Bird, essentially. They were like, okay, so like we had Larry in the 80s and now we're going to be transitioning. We got Len Bias, we're good. And then Len ended up overdosing and it was like, it was devastating for well, his family and himself but definitely Celtics fans and who knows what could have happened if he would have stayed, um, stayed healthy. That was a really, that was a really good 30 for 30. Joe, you're number 10. Um, I threw this one on here because it's a really good documentary, but there's a better movie about it. So it's, it's, it's not as good as the movie, but it's an awesome documentary. It's do you believe in miracles? Oh yeah. The ninth, the 1980 U S Olympic team. It's obviously not miracle on ice. It's the documentary of the actual players in the 1980 Olympics, trying to win gold, beating Russia, those fucking punks. It's amazing how many different, uh, you know, sports movies that you can think of are inspired by events that were also covered by a documentary. Right. hundred percent. This is one. And, um, there's so many documentaries that I went through and I was like, cause like how many, hopefully no spoilers here. Like how many documentaries are there on Muhammad Ali? There's like 10. Well, which ones are actually good? Like three of them are awesome. Good segue. My number nine is when we were Kings. Perfect. Yeah. There. Yep. On my list. I just, I'm a big Muhammad Ali fan. The movie Ali with uh, Will Smith. Classic. Uh, he's just such an interesting figure in in, uh, in pop culture and sports. Uh, and this actually, it went above and beyond the boxing and kind of touched on a bunch of stuff, especially like the promoter that was responsible for putting together and a lot of his fights. So, uh, yeah, When We Were Kings, number nine. Solid. Play. So good. So good. Uh, my second 30 for 30 is coming up next. Um, this one is uh, uh, it's, it's a heartbreaking one again. Um, this is the game where they're uh, it's like the game is life or death. Uh, it's the, the tale of two Escobars. Yep. It's about On my the, list. We're doing so good. It's about the Colombian soccer team, uh, and they were they were really good. They were really bringing out back uh, the Colombian country out of the grounds. And uh, long story short, uh, their captain I uh, can't can't remember his first name. I think it was like Andres Escobar put the ball into his own net, and uh, that cost them the chance of advancing in the World Cup. And uh, the cartels for uh, like uh, what's his name Fidel oh, Pablo Escobar is the one who put the hit on. Escobar, he died because of uh, that own goal. So, wow, yeah, brutal. This um, this thirty for thirty is um, if you all the list that I went through, um, two Escobars is on almost all of them. 
as just like a 30 for 30, not like covering the entire 30 for 30 series. Like everyone loves two Escobars. It's a great story. Yeah, just and it's brutal because like you can see on the pitch when he puts the ball in his own net that he knows that he's done something very bad. Not just like in the sense of the soccer game, but in his life. Mm-hmm. Uh, Joe, your number nine. This is my Homer. Um, yeah, Homer. This is my Homer pick. Um, I was gonna um, hilariously pick Fever Pitch. I didn't pick Fever Pitch. <laughs> oh, dang. <laughs> Although they anyone who has co- that on their list, they covered the 04 Red Sox perfectly. I think I'm um, the only person who has that on the list. ESPN Films, uh, Celtics, Lakers, Best of Enemies. Um, three, three, I think so too, but I figured that whereas an ESPN film, I, I, I put it where it's at. Um, I've watched this 20 times, probably. Um, it perfectly sums up the Celtics Lakers rivalry, the impact that the that the Celtics and the Los Angeles Lakers have on the NBA. Um, the two most winningest fan franchises in NBA history just going at it in like the prime of the NBA before Jordan, but after Bill Russell, after they had already after the Celtics had already won eleven championships. But they cover everything from the very beginning to the Paul Pierce days. Um Really, really great. They get essentially everybody. They they get everyone from every legend who was on. I mean, they have Bill Russell, Larry Bird, Magic Johnson, um, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. You name it. They're in that documentary. It's really, really, really Kobe. good if you haven't seen it. They do have Kobe. Uh, um, it's funny. I was actually trying to like name as many of like the older cats as we could, and we didn't even touch on like KG and Kobe, and Meta World Peace, and guys like that who are also in this, which I'm assuming we're going to talk about a little bit more later. Yeah, I have to guess Leahy has on his list, too. What? Maybe. What's on my list? Do you have the Celtics Lakers? I do not. I I had too many Homer picks already in there. I had to leave that one off the list. (laughs) Shocked. Okay. All right, my number eight, OJ, Made in America. Uh, it's on my list, too. We're doing so good. It's also on my list. So good. Uh, is that our first threefer? Uh, yes. Um, Unless you have do, do You Believe in Miracles. No. All right, so yes. OJ, Made in America, very interesting uh, retelling of the whole OJ saga. Kind of a peek back into his life and his sports career as well. And kind of brought back a new fascination for OJ to the point where there was a dramatized version of uh, the whole court proceedings that wound up coming out shortly after this was released. So this is one of the instances where another instance where uh, the documentary uh, helped to inspire a, a dramatized movie or television series. It's funny because OJ made in America has 1% to do with football and 99% to do with OJ Simpson being a murderer. Still an athlete. I, you're 100% correct. That's why it's, it's on, on all of our lists. <laughs> it's on my list too. So like 100% I agree with you. It's funny how a um, documentary about a person or a football player, but like you never see him in a football helmet. 
You never even see him in pads, nothing. It's just he was the best thing since sliced bread, and then he became a stone-cold murderer. Hey, he was acquitted. Yeah, right. The glove don't fit. The glove don't fit. must acquit. Joe, number eight. Leahy, number eight. Uh, My number eight is a... One of the few on this list that I've not seen that I'm very interested in seeing after reading about it, uh, it's called Free Solo. Oh, it's on my uh, list, buddy. It's about the I, professional. I meant to have this one on my list too. Damn it! It's about a professional rock climber who tries to conquer the first free solo climb of El Capitan's 900 meter vertical rock face at Yosemite National Park. It's it just sounds so just, amazing. It's straight granite. It's just granite. So it's slippery, it's like, it's 3,200 feet, and he doesn't have a fucking rope. Yeah, it literally sounds, like, beautiful. Because the Yosemite is already a beautiful place, so I'd love to go there at some point in my life. But Just made a very last minute change. Very interested in seeing that, that uh, documentary. Last minute scratch here on the Joe, list to put Free Solo back on. <laughs> I'm happy that Free Solo gets a little bit of love. I figured actually that Free Solo would be on your list, Mike, because I know that like more recent movies that like get nominated for Oscars end up getting a little bit more love from you. And this is an Oscar nom. Sure is. What number am I on? Eight. Eight? Hoop Dreams. <clears throat> Hoop Dreams, 1994. Um, I have seen this documentary. It's very, very good. It's long. It's like three hours long. Um, all about um, just, you know, basketball. And it's it's more about, like, it, how it affected the African-American community in, like, the late 80s to mid-90s. Um, but how simple it is for basketball. All you need is a basketball or a ball, a hoop, and just people to play basketball with like you don't need it doesn't cost a lot of money um it it covers a lot of um different communities all around the united states new york city Rutgers, and um chicago um even places in the south just um the way that basketball had a positive effect on um america at that time frame yeah, definitely a, definitely a documentary I need to catch now that I have all this free time. It's very good. I was happy that I was actually doing like actual research, and I this would have fallen off my list because I haven't seen it in a long time. So, But it, it's so good. So, number seven, Leahy, I actually cut Ronaldo. That's fine. It's not on my list. Okay. But it's I know that you're a big, big soccer guy and a big Ronaldo guy. I am. I had to make some cuts. I only actually have one soccer one on my list, which we already passed. Uh, so that's where Free Solo was going, is my number seven. So good. Sounds good. Haven't even seen it. I watched the five-minute trailer before we started. Guess the people going. It's on Disney+, Plus, I think. Yeah, it's, it's National, National Geographic. Geographic. Oh, yeah. 100%. All I've been doing right now has been binging National Geographic. Uh, we did the same thing. So good. Like... A week ago, we just started watching. I think we watched Alcatraz. We watched like The Legend of Atlantis. Like, there's all sorts of good National Geographic stuff on yeah. Disney Plus. Oh, they no free like ads. This, they have like this whole new 
like nature series too. I keep seeing like this thing pop up for like some dolphin reef or something like that. Oh yeah, it looks pretty good. The uh we watched the migration of the sperm whales. We've watched uh there's like what's I don't remember the guy's name. He like does like living in the wild stuff. Bear grills. What's, what's the show called? Bear grills. Uh, oh, hostile planet. If you have the opportunity to watch that, it's so good. Hostile planet. Disney Plus. Mm. All right. No free ads. No free ads. Uh, no Joe, free ads. Uh, Lady, no free Lady, ads. Number seven. Number seven for me is another one that I haven't seen, and it's kind of embarrassing. It is Tyson. Probably That's should take list. the time out of the way to watch Tyson. Haven't done it yet. He's kind of fucking crazy, so it's probably fire. I don't think there's anything wrong with not having seen it. I mean, documentaries are a different breed too. So like, it's not like you know, unless like you're into documentaries on a regular basis, it's not like you're like, oh guys, you have to see this documentary. Like we love documentaries, which is why we're talking about it. But yeah, Joe, number seven. Mm Hmm. Am I? Um, oh, two Escobars. So, um, hell yeah. My 30 for 30 pick, and no, I have two 30 for 30. So, um, two Escobars, like um, Andrew was talking about, it was like this football team, soccer team was life or death, literally. Guy scores an own goal and gets a hit put out on him by Pablo Escobar. That's actually like a very just like that's not even like the whole movie. There's so much that happens, like messed up stuff that happens in that movie. Like they treat these like players like absolute shit. Um, but it's highly ranked. Um, I think it's actually num. It's top five on Ranker, but I the Ranker for the thirty for thirties is pretty bad. Um, like number one, I think was I bet misses all of our lists, and it has like three hundred ups, and it has like a hundred and fifty downs. I don't. Sometimes I don't understand how ranker works. No, not like not whatsoever. But no, uh, two Escobars, thirty for thirty. Um, it, it, it's really, really good. It's really eye opening. All right, here it is. I'll throw it out there. Haven't even seen it yet. The hype pick, the last dance. Number six. Mike, you're pandering. (laughs) You can't put it out there. It's got a hundred percent on Rotten Tomatoes. If it makes you you feel better, Mike, I haven't hit it on my list yet. Oh, all right. You guys are making me feel like such a bad guy when I have watched the two episodes. I was, I'm so pumped for the next two episodes. I actually, because we're in quarantine and there is no live sports, this is what I look forward to. And, like, Twitter is insane. Like, you don't even need to watch the documentary and stuff. All you need to do is scroll Twitter between the hours of 8 and 10 on Sunday nights, and you get the gist. I'm I'm looking forward to the Netflix binge. Yeah. Yeah, I'll I'll give you a quick 15 seconds on it. Uh, I think by the time that this is over, this will be the number one documentary for sports. That's that's the reason why it's on my list, and it will be on my list towards the top. Real right. talk, they just announced, too, that they um, 
apparently the last three years that Kobe played for the Lakers, they had a camera crew following him. So we're going to get a Kobe documentary too. And Ooh, I'm excited. Is that yeah. one going to be called Save the Last Dance? No, because he didn't get saved. I didn't want to make that joke, but I had to, and you're an asshole for making me do so. Um, <laughs> I assume they'll call it like Mamba Mentality or something, but that one will be, I'm sure that one will be good because you have the whole like Jordan, the Jordan documentary. Like, we haven't gone to his gambling, we haven't gone into his excessive drinking, we haven't gone to his dad getting murdered. Chicago um, White Sox. Uh, playing for the White House, which is like literally the controversy of people believing that he got in trouble for gambling. So the league told him he had to step away for a little bit, which is why he stepped away during his peak of his career. So good. Fine. See, th- the last dance can be on the fucking list. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Jo- so uh, Lay, Lay, what is your number six? Uh, my number six is possibly the best of all, in my opinion. My opinion, uh, thirty for thirties. If you have not seen it, you need to go and see it at some point. Uh, Survive in advance. Oh uh, yeah, it's okay. Survive in advance is the nineteen eighty three story of the NC State Wolfpack and their trip into winning the national championship, including winning nine straight do or die games, mm-hmm. including beating the Player of the Year and Michael Jordan in the same stretch of nine games. Mm-hmm. I can feel that feeling in my gut. So good. So good. Survive in advance. Uh, I missed my list, but not for a bad reason. That's fair. Well, Joe, well, well then, Joe, tell us what's your number six. What knocked no, it my out? Number, uh, my number six is Murderball. Oh, all right. Murder. Murder. Um, Murderball. More inspiring than, like, I'm going to go watch Quad Ball. Because, let's be real here, I'm not going to watch Quad Ball. Um, it's nice to see, like like Mike said. Mike said it great earlier. It's not about a polarizing figure. It's about inspiration and, like, never giving up that whole thing. And they do a really good job. Um, if it was Murder Ball... That'd be a much Murder. different, much different movie. Mm-hmm. Like Would have been my list then. <laughs> mm-hmm. been like ja a Rule ja, plays ja an Rule extra. concert. <laughs> yeah. Oh man! All right, recapping the bottom six before we break into the top five. My ten: Murder Ball. We were kings. OJ made in America. Free Solo and The Last Dance. That's ten through six. Leahy. You had, without bias, Tale of Two Escobars, Free Solo, Tyson, Survive in Advance. And Joe, Do You Believe in Miracles, uh, Celtics, Lakers, Best of Enemies, Hoop Dreams, Tyson, and Murder Ball. So if we're ready to get Incorrect. Into, what did I say um, wrong? Instead of uh, Tyson, it's... Um, oh, shit, yeah. Tale, two Tale of Two Escobars. You're right. But no words. Yeah. Might be... So no stress. number seven, Tale of Two Escobars, number six, Murder Ball. Yeah, don't ever do it again. All right. And then, Mike, you're breaking into the top five now. Top five, baby. This one mm-hmm. is one of the most generic, simple titles on this list. Everybody want to guess what it is? Uh, it's not of mine, so I don't know. Baseball. Um, Mike. 
Ken Burns PBS series 1994 recently due to the coronavirus has been released for free to watch online for free yeah it's for me oh I love free uh, I think it's important right now where we're missing baseball to have something like this in our lives and it really goes over the importance of baseball to America and how uh, America is baseball and baseball is America so that's my it missed five. my list but it's i did i do have a baseball documentary on my list to come but it's not this one okay exactly all right exactly Leahy, number five uh do you believe in miracles let's go do you believe uh, in magic? being a a usa homer in sports and b a hockey homer i have to have do you believe in miracles uh, every time I hear that phrase sh- shouted when the game is almost over, it gives me chills. It's just a fire documentary. Definitely worth your time to go watch it if you've never seen it before. Just as good as the movie. Alright. So. Oh, me? Mm. No, so no. A documentary. No, no, what? No, no. A documentary. It, but I haven't done anything. No, no. Oh, you're talking to your daughter. I got it. No, no, no. No, no, no. No, no, no. no. <laughs> Not in my house. Not in my house. No, the um, the baseball documentary about Doc Ellis just getting so fucked up on LSD and <laughs> just just mowing everybody over. Such a good documentary. I actually, the first time, I've seen it twice, I think, now. And the first time, I actually didn't even realize it was going to be, like, a lot about drugs. Lots of drugs. So it's a drug documentary. It's a, yeah, drug documentary. Well, With baseball on the side. There's, I feel like there's a lot of baseball in it. There's a lot more Have baseball you ever seen it, Mike? than there is football. No, I haven't seen it. I haven't seen this one either. I need to go see it. Uh, yeah, it was probably when I was looking at list, it was the one that intrigued me the most. All right, number four. I went with one that had a lot of hype back when it came out a couple of years ago. Hype, hype. HBO hype, special, hype. Andre the Giant. Oh, Andre! Andre. That guy is just an absolute beast. Was, I guess. R.I.P. Aw, spoiler. Could drink, like, three barrels of beer by himself. Mm -hmm. I dare. Absolute animal. Uh, Andre the Giant. An interesting look at the life of uh, an absolute spectacle of a human being. Uh, Yeah, he's a big dude. Lay, you're number four. Oh, my number four. Uh, right up Michael Sprague's alley. It's a good segue. Uh, beyond the mat. All right. I was I don't worried know I was he... going to have the only one, be the only one with this on my list. Thank goodness. I was hoping it was on this list for you. Um, just a great uh, documentary about wrestling and all the lives of like Mick Foley, Terry Funk, Jake Roberts. Just a great, great uh, documentary from the 90s. Uh, well, late 90s, almost 2000s. Yeah. I'll Definitely worth checking out. In a bit. Hell yeah. Joe, you're number four. My number four is Free Solo. Free Solo hit this high on my list 
because I forgot about it. And then I watched a bunch of trailers, and this dude is a straight-up athlete, and he's a psychopath. There is something mentally wrong with him to want to go to the biggest wall on the face, vertical wall on the face of the planet. Because I knew somebody was going to great wall of China me right there. And physically climb a 3,200-foot wall without a harness on. Like a fucking stud. Lord, that is fucking insane. Um, it, Oscar nod. Um, we've already talked about it a little bit, obviously. There's, there's really. I'm not saying there's not much more to the story because, like, it's a great story. It's his life, his like the stress it puts on his family and stuff like that. But it's all about the climb itself. It's the not climb. even, yeah, not just the Miley Cyrus climb. I knew that was happening. Um, I, I, I don't even know how somebody could just be like, you know what I'm gonna do today. I'm going to climb a 3,200-foot granite slate with friggin' spiked shoes and no rope. And, but, and I'm going to bring a camera guy with me. Oh, my God. So good. Savage. Oh. Number three for me. Top Celtics, three. Celtics, Lakers, best of enemies. Thank you. That was very nice of you. Yeah. I, I was kind of surprised you guys had it as low as you did. I thought I'd get yelled at. I might get yelled at my for my number one, so that's fine. My number one might be a little contentious. Sorry, Mike. Uh, yeah, Celtics Lakers is fucking awesome. Uh, All right, uh, number three, Lee. My number three. We talked about it already once, and we'll talk about it again. The Last Dance. Um. Cracking my top three just because it's going to be the best one after this is all said and done. So if we film this in two months, I would think the last dance is probably going to be the best one. Uh, Watch the first two episodes today. Uh, They're both very good. And we know that the way Jordan's career went, that it's only going to get more intense and more uh, entertaining from here on out. If you've not checked it out, definitely worth the watch. All right, Joe, you're number Or three. binge it like Mike. Yeah, I can't wait to do that. Thanks, like July 19th. You're so weird that you would wait that long to watch it just so you could watch it consecutively. I don't have FOMO for this. I don't know why. What's like FOMO? The fear of missing out. Oh, never heard of that. You never heard I of guess FOMO? No. Hey, have, you, have you ever heard of Pibe? What's Pibe? Playing it by ear. Nope. Nope. So though you can tell how Mike and I are different because like I get excited for like live sports and for like these documentaries oh, do and stuff I when I don't really consider this live sports. I mean it's the like tale of like the maybe third best athlete in Man, American history. Given the circumstances, it's a good substitute. Right. I well I'd be pumped for the documentary either way. But like you get pumped up for like Marvel movies and like new releases and stuff like and like Netflix doc and like Netflix shows and stuff like that. You're willing to wait until July and you're insane. Yeah. Savage. Well, mo- mostly because I don't want to have to go out of my way to watch it. I don't have an ESPN Plus and I don't have cable. As I say, it's on the ESPN app too. Yeah. Um, so my number three is OJ Made in America, which is uh, really funny because I um, OJ. Oh, 
Jay. Um, that that tall glass of juice, that guy. Um, it, it, it's really, really, really good. Um, yes, yeah, it was good. obviously. I actually think it's funny because we were just talking about it because there's a thirty for thirty. Is I think it's like June seventeenth, nineteen ninety four, whatever the hell it's called. Yeah, um, that covers it as well. Um, but just this was like a part of American history. I mean, you guys were like two, three years old. I was four at the time when this was happening and like everyone's TV was watching the white Bronco. Everyone. This has almost nothing to do with sports. It's physically in sports documentaries because it's OJ Simpson and it's just such a good movie and it portrays the story really, really well. Um, love it. Absolutely love it. Speaking of murderers, my number two, Killer Inside, The Mind of Aaron Hernandez. I didn't even come across that. I didn't even think about that. It's a good, I didn't believe it. I didn't good, good even, call. I, I, I also didn't like it like whatsoever. Oh, I thought it was fantastic. I thought it was very good. No. I think it probably would have still missed my list, but it's very good. You what did you not wrong. like about it, Joe? It's just like, I just like, I don't. How do I put this without like jumping off a building? Um, oh. I feel really bad for Aaron Hernandez, even though he was a fucking murderer. And like, I, I just, how do I say this? It's just they the giant shit show. Good, they obviously did a good job of like conveying what they wanted to convey. But like, I don't, I, I just don't get like how like anyone would consent to a, like did, was the documentary meant to like bring like awareness to CTEs? Was that the whole point of it? Potentially, like, so. Yeah. Head injuries, like over and over and over again, are going to change a person. Yeah. Maybe I, mean, I watched it like right away, and I was like, "Damn!" Like Gronk and Aaron Hernandez could have been like the greatest tight end duo no, of all fucking time. So fucking good. And I feel really bad for his daughter too. Uh, but yeah, yeah, nonetheless, like, you know what, like, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe it was a really great documentary. I don't think it would have made my list. Uh, I, I thought I was going to get more shit for this, though. I, I no, didn't, honestly good. didn't. I didn't think you guys were going to have OJ or this. And you're going to be like, you would have the murderers on the. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a great segue, Micah. You're just like the king of segues because my number two is OJ made in America. Uh, I think I think the reason why this is such a good documentary is because, well, such a good sports documentary is because it has so little to do with sports. Because uh, I feel like the murderer documentaries and the, like serial killer stuff is the stuff that does much better documentary wise. I think that's why this one is such a good sports documentary. All right, uh, Joe, what's your number two? Um, I did when we were kings muhammad ali um muhammad ali is if not the greatest sports figure in american history he's like number two i don't i actually think that he is number one i think he is the greatest athlete we've seen uh, i think when we were kings displays him really well and like the the work he did um his dedication to winning and like being a decent person and um, being all around incredible. Yeah, when we were kings, is a dope ass documentary. It's really, really high on all all lists. Yeah. Uh, if anybody's keeping 
score at home, you know what my number one is. Uh, it's beyond, beyond the mat. Beyond the mat. Probably as I think as a kid, it's probably one of the first uh, documentaries I can remember watching. And uh, I saw I, I sought this out very early on to kind of have a better understanding of the wrestling industry. And I was never one of those kids that like got upset when people would say wrestling's fake. I would say, yeah, so are the movies that you watch. Just, you know, it's just as some something is uh, scripted doesn't mean that it's not still could not still be beautiful, I guess. And Beyond the Mat really showed the pain behind the beauty and gave me a huge appreciation for Mick Foley and guys like Terry Funk. Especially like Terry Funk, who I hadn't really had much experience with as a kid. So, uh, Beyond the Mat's my number one, which I don't think is surprising knowing how big knowing of a you. Yeah. I am. Definitely not. Leahy. Uh, this is where I thought I would come into some controversy, so I'm just warning you now. Okay. Uh, this is a 30 for 30 here. episode. I really think it's the same as mine. I'm gonna fucking shit myself. Uh, it is the greatest 30 for 30 ever created. Come on. And this is more of a Joe pick than anyone else. Gonna be. I can feel Four it. days in October. Damn it. No, but that's a really fucking good one. <laughs> Uh, I thought for a second we had it. Uh, literally, watching this documentary makes me love the Red Sox more and more every day. Uh, and as the least baseball fan of the three of us, probably, uh, I am can never get enough of this. Literally, I could watch this on repeat. It's so good. You're so, right. um, so that's my number one. Um, that is a Joe pick. Um, for some strange reason, like when I think of all the different ways they've encapsulated the 04 run, um, I never think of the 30 for 30, though. There, there's, there's different documentaries out there. There's more like just like probably like 25, 30 minute long like YouTube videos. Yeah, there's there's that, Fever Pitch, too. There's Fever Pitch. Which, Fever Pitch is like... <laughs> Incredible for one. Uh, Drew Barrymore, absolute fucking smoke. And, um, uh, yeah, I know, you're weird. <laughs> um, she doesn't have a big booty hole like you like. Um, That's a booty hole. That's a booty hole. Um, they do a great job about um, covering the um, the Sox that season. They covered not just like the postseason, but the regular season too, and they keep track of everything. Mind you, we'll get back into the list. That's an awesome pick, Leahy. My Thank favorite you. documentary of all time, which I could watch anytime, anywhere, doesn't matter where, uh, Bad Boy Pistons, um, 30 for 30. Um, the Bad Boys is what we all wish basketball was. It was dudes just beating the absolute piss out of each other. And... There's just so many great stories within the story. There's Isaiah Thomas being snubbed from the all uh, the uh, not the All Star team, the, the the dream team. Uh, Bill Lambier just being a big old white dude, just beating down on people. Dennis Rodman getting his first chance at being a fucking absolute lockdown defensive sociopath. Um, 
there's so many great like their their perseverance and like they had to they were the reason Michael Jordan I think they're the reasons why Michael Jordan is as good as Michael Jordan was because they beat the fucking piss out of him for two seasons and then he was like oh man I should probably put some muscle on so these guys stopped beating the piss out of me um um through their championships they kind of broke they they broke up the Lakers Celtics championships actually I believe it was the Celtics won everything from 80 to 89 and that no 80 to 88 and then of course the year I was born the fucking Pistons win because you're a bad boy Joe stupid yeah I am bad boy for life uh they played (laughs) hey did this fun fact by the way bad boys for life number one grossing movie at the box office this year because of coronavirus Let's go. <laughs> Let's go. They played the Bad Boys for Life theme song in that movie yeah. four hundred times. It should just—it's just kind of on in the background. Man, <laughs> it's man. so good. Man, it's man, interesting that man, we man. let Thirty for Thirties. Thirty for Thirties, though, like every one is two hours long or more. So, and they are all documentaries about specific events obviously not 10 hours long like the last dance or i'd say celtics lakers best of enemies is like six and a half seven hours long in total but all of these are great i love 30 for 30 so much like there's some that like Leahy was just thinking about that i totally forgot even existed so yeah i literally could watch 30 for 30s all day i feel like i I look for them sometimes, like, if there's nothing on TV and I'm home, and let's just say, like, it's snow or it's rainy or something like that, I'm not going outside. I'll look through 30 for 30s and just throw, I'll throw on The U, or I Hate Christian Leitner, or, like, one of those. So The Fab Five. Fab Five, so good. Any other honorable mentions you want to bring up while we let uh, Lake do his calculations? I saw an interesting one, and if I can find it without putting out too much bad there was one that was really interested in called Icarus it's about like did he fly too close to the sun yeah I think it's performance enhancing drugs um, and like the story of how performing PEDs affected professional sports so kind of like a metaphor of awesome. like a um, when was it let's see when it was made maybe we can watch it together 2017 um, it's, I think it's all, it's about a Russian sports doping ring and the, they're making these dudes just get to this height of like, this is where my body's at and this is what I can accomplish. But if you test it and you go a little bit too far, your body's just going to crash. Like I thought that one was pretty cool. Putting that one on the old list, you know, well, uh, probably undefeated probably should have made a list at some point. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. It's basically like the Rudy documentary. Um, I was going to do Stop at Nothing, the Lance Armstrong story. But, like, Lance Armstrong is so weird to me because he's an incredible athlete, but he was he had all of his um, Tour de France medals stripped from him and stuff. So I was like, eh. Which is kind of sad because he had testicular cancer. Uh, there's another wrestling-related one that I wanted to bring up. I haven't watched it yet to really give it a good uh, review, but it's on YouTube, so it's, it is free. It's from Vice. They did Dark Side of the Ring. It's a Chris Benoit story. Oh, shit. Yeah. I gotta watch that. Yeah. I got 
there's uh, several parts to it that uh, you can find them all on on Vice on YouTube. So uh, it's a two just a two part special actually. Two uh, it's like forty five minute episodes. So it could be a quick little watch. One more quick one. The ages I got a couple quick ones after baseball. Okay. The, it, it caught my eye because it's baseball, but it's knuckleball. And it's all about R.A. Dickey and Tim Wakefield. And guys Interesting. Who can, and, guys who can, and it's guys who were able to not just, like, have success, but, like, obviously Tim Wakefield. Fun fact for anyone who cares, um, I hated Tim Wakefield for a very long time because I think the knuckleball is the dumbest fucking pitch. Interesting. Like, on the planet. Then... Then and only then, I got essentially lectured by, I don't know if I was at a bar, I was somewhere, and I was talking to somebody about Tim Wakefield, and they're like, dude, like, like now, like, change your mindset on it, like, watch a knuckleball, watch the catcher's mitt, like, watch this shit, it's an art form, like, dudes can throw 100 miles an hour, can't throw that pitch. That was beautiful. Beautiful. Like we lost Joe. Maybe. Rotten tomatoes or. Oh, I heard. Joe's back. Joe's back. Um. All right. Give you Hold a couple on, I got more seconds. Yeah, right, I got a couple ahead. more real quick, if you don't mind. Yeah. A couple of nope. thirty for thirties we missed. Uh, you don't know, Bo. Uh, great one. Uh, one of them. Uh, Bo Jackson. Uh, the best it never was so good uh, and then who could forget winning time Reggie Miller versus the New York Knicks mm-hmm. all great ones I'm good though by the way. well we'll take a you quick break good. for suspense and we'll okay. be right back All right, let's get into it. The final rankings. Where are we at? Number 10, Andrew Lee. We're just going to start by giving you this. This is the weirdest list top 10 we've ever had. None of our number ones made it as an overall number one. Interesting. So we're going to start at number 10. Uh, Do you believe in miracles? Good. Uh, Number nine, the killer inside. Uh, number eight, best of enemies. Number six, actually, no, that's number six. Sorry, they we had a three-way tie at number six with best of enemies, bad boys, and four days in October. Wow, <laughs> my number uh, one fell to number six, and my number one. Number uh, five, yeah. when we were kings. Number four, the last dance. Number three, made all three of our lists. Free solo. Number two, Beyond the Mat. And number one, the only other documentary other than Free Soul that made all of our lists, OJ Made in America. There's so many reasons why this list is hilarious because OJ Made in America, barely about sports. Free, <laughs> um, what uh, was it called? Free Solo. Free Solo. Uh, none of us have ever, Not Free Willy. None of us have ever even seen it. Free, and it oh, was. I'm in Free. I'm in Free Willy. Free Solo was not even higher than a number four on any of the lists. We nailed and this. It, and it was number three because of the scoring. All these other lists are wrong, so that's fine. 
What right. was number five? Uh, number five was When We Were Kings. When we, that's right. All right. So just a quick recap. Uh, do you believe in miracles? The Killer Inside, Aaron Hernandez story, uh, Best of Enemies, and we had a three-way tie. It was uh, oh, sorry, that was part of a three-way tie, also with uh, the Bad Boy Pistons and Four Days in October. And when we were kings, Last Dance, Free Solo, Beyond the Mat, and OJ Made in America, number one with a bullet. Number one. With a bullet. That's a little aggressive, but number one. Wouldn't it be bullets? Yeah, I guess. Could be. I thought he killed two people. I mean, maybe killed two people. You ate. If the glove doesn't fit... My glove never fits. Must. Yeah, quit. that doesn't really surprise me. Uh, before we go, would you guys like to touch on the Boston Red Sox and their news today? Uh, sure. Are we also touching on the the Rob Gronkowski news as well? Yeah, might as well. Old school, go, old school goat episode. Let's do segments. <laughs> so a little bit of news. Uh what a terrible year as far as stars leaving the Boston sports um, franchises. We already knew he had retired. Gronkowski was gone. We had come to grips with that. But now he decides to come out of retirement only to then be traded because he wouldn't play with anybody except for Tom Brady in Tampa Bay. Comes back from retirement. We trade him. And a seventh-round pick to get a fourth-round pick in return. It's too bad we couldn't get O.J. Howard. Um, I don't think O.J. Howard would have gotten that cheap. Um, no, but I if think we w- could have given something else up for it. Sure. I personally like Cameron Bright. Yeah, me too. Um, well, I... Oh, that would have been bad if I said that. Um... <laughs> but, but we also lost Mookie Betts, David Price, Tom Brady... Um, the fact that David Price made the list before Tom Brady is disgusting. Uh, he was saving the best for last. <laughs> right, 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 right. So shouldn't Mookie even behind Price? I feel like we're missing something because no. Gronk retired and we were all like sad about it, but we were like, yeah, this is a long time coming. Um, I guess you can go with Kyrie Irving leaving. Oh yeah, Kyrie leaving was a big one too. That's a party no. though. That wasn't twenty. That wasn't in twenty twenty. All of these no. happened in twenty. No, I don't. <laughs> no, no. I'm just saying. I'm just saying in the last couple of years. The last couple of years, oh, the list goes on, man. Like the Sox, the 18 Sox, we lost Joe Kelly, uh, Sandy Leone. I'm talking um, Eduardo about stars. Nunez. I just said Eduardo Nunez. Hello. Oh, Eduardo. Like so the Brady thing, devastating because all of us, like 20, we talked about this on a podcast before. We don't have to harp on it. 20 years of excellence, like, you know, gave you something to look forward to on Sunday. Um, anyways. Gronk leaving, his entire body was breaking down. We get that. He looks great, looks great now. now. Yeah. It was awesome. WWE 24-7 champion. And I hope he loses the belt in the end zone one day. That'd be fantastic. Because <laughs> oh, he has to defend the belt. The WWE has already released a statement that says he has to defend the belt at all times, at any arena, at any time. <laughs> so. Um, I forgot that he was still the champion. I just I thought he was... He had won it and then gave it up. But, yeah, he hasn't been pinned yet. It makes Look, sense because they haven't been really doing much television. 
I the way I look at the Gronk thing is a couple things. Like, there's so many great players in like not even just New England, like just a- anywhere. They're like just they do their time. They do they do great, and then all of a sudden they do um, they retire and they're like, you know what? I want like one more go at it, but like the system that it, I'm going to go back to isn't the same, so I need to go somewhere else. Gronk is not going to be a like oh shit, 12 to 87 over and over and over again like he used to be. Like, good for Tampa Bay. They get, like, a great veteran presence. They're going to be fucking tough to beat this season, I think. They're going to be selling so much tickets and merch. I also think that this could be a Cleveland Brown situation where, no, I'm not comparing Tom Brady and Baker Mayfield. Do not do not do that to me. Oh, no, but they all... They also have Juice Landry and Odell Beckham Jr. and Nick Chubb and a Miles Garrett when he's not beating Mason Rudolph in the head with a fucking helmet. Um, and they won. Did they win three games last year? Uh, three and a half. Three and a half games. Right. That half game was awesome. So sweet. Um, I don't think that Gronk being instilled in the Tampa Bay system is a guarantee. It sucks to see him in a different uniform. At the same time, we physically got a fourth-round pick for nothing. Gronk wasn't going to come back and play for New England. It wasn't going to happen. He's not going to go catch passes from a rookie quarterback. He's No, it's not going to happen. So I'm happy for Gronk. I hope he does really good and stays healthy and all that. But I, I'm pumped we got a fourth-round pick and don't have to sit on Gronk's $10 million. Yeah, that's that's the big thing is the ten million that you're saving by shipping him off. Well, all about saving that we cash. Were, we were saving it when he was retired too. Yeah, but you're saving it now, and he's playing. I mean, I I don't think Gronkowski's worth ten million at this point in his career. Probably not. No, can't be. He's yeah. like every part of every part of his body has something: his foot, knee, shoulder, concussions, like. He's awesome. I love Gronk. He's I have his jersey upstairs, man. But like he's he you don't just put him in a system and be like, all right, man, he's the best. Now they have bring Cameron Braid, OJ Howard, what they'll trade him, and then Gronk, like, okay, so now you have a million tight ends. Cool. Yeah. Like, I mean, there's definitely an opportunity where you could see one of the two between Braid and Howard, one of them move by the uh, the draft tomorrow. Be very mm. interesting to see if any of them move. I always have interest in seeing when actual players that are on teams get moved in a draft. I always find that very interesting. That is very interesting. Uh, by the Red Sox thing, uh, finally it pays to be a New England uh, sports team. Uh, they're not getting the, the Patriots treatment. Uh, what they received is a, a little slap on the wrist. Uh, I would can, I would honestly say it was even close to an exoneration. Yep. Because I feel like the general consensus is for like normal thinking people, not like trolls who are still saying they cheated. Oh, they are cheaters. No, like they lost an employee who is who cares a second round pick. Who cares? No fine. No money spent. And, so, and the only suspension that came out of it was Cora, and they said that his suspension was entirely tied to his involvement in the 2017 Astros. Correct. Perfect. Perfect. So he can come, my manager can come back 2021. Let's go. They did announce today, though, that Ranky is the full-time, uh, Ranky is the full-time manager for the Sox. He wanted yeah, to retire. We'll so I think, I think Cora will on. be back. 2021 so there is actually a little bit of a um 
fun fact that I saw. So it it said um, a cameraman or whatever you want to call that guy, and a limited amount of players were affected by this. Do you know who the limited amount of players was? No. Drew Pomeranz. Oh shit, dude, that's a big one. So Drew Pomeranz is going to get a very minor fine. <laughs> How well, do you find know out that it was Drew Pomeranz? I uh, saw it. Let me see if I can find it. And how is he? How is he playing information? Drew Pomerantz was so bad last year. I'm sure Carabas said that as a joke. No. Because he's friends with Drew Pomerantz now. He's certainly not friends with Drew Pomerantz. Had him on the podcast. Did you not listen? Yeah, I did listen. I also listened to him read all of his mean tweets to him. And I think he meant all those things that he said about him, like launch him to the moon and um, get this guy off my fucking team. And what a fucking dumb looking piece of shit. I I think he meant all that. (laughs) I really Bad radio, we don't get on. No, but seriously, though, in in fairness to to the Drew Pomerantz comment, because I don't want to put anybody out on blast, they specifically said that the information was relayed when runners were in scoring position, which means that it would have had to have been an offensive player and not a pitcher. The video relay guy was the was telling somebody who was passing that information along to you know, players that were out actually running the bases. They well, were basically so what... they're basically doing what people normally do, standing on second, decoding signs. They just happened to have a guy in the video room that was helping him out. So basically what we're saying is the Red Sox only cheated when Drew Pomerantz was on base. So very little. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I saw the report from like uh, Evan Drellick and Ken Rosenthal and like Neither of them named a specific player. Um, if Ellen Drellick um, got into an accident where he wasn't dead but was inconveniently injured, I wouldn't be sad. That's fine. I like Ken Rosenthal. He's like a, he looks like he should be on like a jet ski with like Mitt Romney. <laughs> I love his bow ties. No one will ever be Woj. No. Well... I think Ken Rosenthal is the Ken war. Rosenthal. No, you're no, you're wrong there. No, Woj is, is, is awesome, but like uh, R- Rosenthal is the Woj of baseball. Yeah, yeah, but I think he was the Woj of baseball before Woj was Woj. Yeah, but it's cooler because he's in the NBA, and his name isn't cool like Woj. Could be Rose. Yeah, there's a lot of Rose out there. Derek Rose, yeah. Jalen Rose, Pete Rose. All right, we're going off the rails. Oh, kind of, I guess. I thought this is, I thought we were having fun. What is fun? We're always like? having fun here. Well, that's the greatest of all time sports documentaries. Number one again, OJ, Made in America. If you have comments on this and want to tell us whether or not that's really a sports documentary, that, that's fine. Join our fan group or f- follow us on Twitter. 
It's facebook.com slash group slash goat radio podcast and on Twitter and Instagram at goat underscore radio. I dare you. Not only not only do we invite you to comment on our rankings and vote on our polls, but we'll try to ask other fun questions and keep interacting with you guys. This is a question I'd like to hear you guys answer right now if you have it. What team, player, or event would you like to see become a 30 for 30? Oh, um, Antonio Brown's 2019 meltdown. Ooh, that's really good. Right off the dome, too, with that. Yeah. Oh, yeah, because we were talking about it last year, about how, like, the things that he was doing and the stuff that was on the news were, they didn't even seem real. Like, he was, like, texting his ex-baby mama, getting arrested. Um, Then he'd go catch a touchdown pass from Tom Brady, but then all of a sudden he's got two girls pregnant. It was crazy. Like, everything about him is nuts. Wait, you got a quick answer? So I'm blanking on this guy's name. Yeah. He used to be an outfielder for, I think, the Rangers, who was, like, a really, really good baseball player, but he had, like, a shit ton of substance abuse problems. And everyone like Josh Hamilton. Yeah, Josh Hamilton. I would love to get. A, I would love to see more about Josh Hamilton's life. Yeah. Uh, did they already do one on Jose Fernandez? No, I thought I don't that, think I so. Heard I want that. Of them doing one. That's what I want. I Go loved Jose Fernandez. Yeah, I thought he was a fantastic player, and uh, he was taken too soon, similar to Len Bias. Maybe like a. Like on like maybe like ten years of unfortunate um, deaths in MLB that happened recently. Like what was um, uh, and this is so bad. Tyler Skaggs. Tyler Skaggs. Thank you, Tyler Skaggs. And um, there's another MLB player who passed away in the last like, couple of years. I was really really sad. Anyways, just like maybe tying them all into like one documentary. Because yeah. I think that they were all substance abuse, weren't they? Oh, I mean, there were drugs. There was apparently drug use involved, but it wasn't like drug. I don't know that was. I, I don't think you could consider Jose Fernandez to be like a drug overdose or anything like that. Right, maybe drinking a little bit, and then he had some had an issue. But uh, Skaggs was definitely a drug overdose, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. Mm-hmm. It was like three different drugs too. Hell of a cocktail. Uh, I got a suggestion for next week. Yep. Let's talk a music topic. I don't have an actual topic choice yet, but we'll talk music next week. Okay. It's been a little while since we've done a pure music episode. Oh, greatest of all time, Britney Spears song. Greatest of all time, musical instrument. I'm not going to do a Britney Spears episode until you agree to do a Lady Gaga episode. Oh, that was so fun. I'll do a Lady Gaga episode. Greatest of all boy band songs. Next week, book it. Um, Next Wednesday... Um, look. Oh, it'll be Thursday when it comes out. Look for Grace of All Time, Lady Gaga song. Oh uh, boy. Uh, or yo, I mean, we don't have to do that topic, but I was but trying to get the people going. We will have gets the people going. Mm. All right, shout out to Eric Bellinger for the outro music. You can catch him on iTunes and Spotify along with Spos and Go Radio. Please support us and the Age of Earth Radio Syndicate by visiting Age. Thank you everyone for listening. Let's go.